Welcome to the Hope Talks podcast with Grayson Willis and Pastor Margaret Michael, where you'll hear inspiring stories that are filled with hope and good news in Jesus Christ. You can also search for our podcast on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcast, and tune in. Welcome to today's broadcast of Hope Talks. I'm Grayson Willis. Thanks for tuning in. And on today's broadcast, you'll hear a recent conversation that Pastor Margaret and I had with Angela Cole, the director of Kids Harbor After School and Daycare. And we believe today's broadcast will be a half hour of hope for your life. May God bless. I share a little bit of your background, what you what got you to hear. <laughs> because that always, I think, is beautiful to see how God uses other things to prepare us. Oh, yeah. But then how... You know, just how he's using kids, whatever you want to share about it. Well, what does I, our community need to hear? Well, when you talk about um, how did I get here, um, I have been able to use that story so many times to encourage others when they're like, what am I going to do? How am I going to end up somewhere? I would have laughed. Mm-hmm. I mean, no way, no way. What? And so I will share that actually I had been doing some counseling with Pastor Jamie, mm-hmm. just really seeking out because I was a nursing home administrator. And I know the Lord has used every place that he's brought me to draw me to him. That was a hard place to be. You know, I was 22 years old um, when I started that, running a nursing home. Mm-hmm. Only God does that, so you can trust him. Excuse um, me, how old? 22. You were running? I was an assistant then and started running um, Life Care Center of New Market. I believe. I was 23. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's only God. That has, I mean, whoa, that has nothing to do with me. Um, that is just God's goodness, but it, it has drawn me to Him. But I remember just really praying, like, I'm done here. You know, I'd been at Life Care Center of Newmarket for four years. That's what brought me to the Valley. And I was just really praying because it was at 24-7. And Mike was like, we're not going to have babies if you're going to work 24-7, you know. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, Lord, what do you have here? And I mean, so just really praying through it. Met with Pastor Jamie just to really strengthen and flesh it out. And um, I was doing a Bethmore study on David. I will never forget sitting on my couch in Broadway. We lived in Broadway at the moment. And I was praying and really seeking the Lord. And I heard him so clearly. I mean, one of those moments where you just hear him so clearly. And he said, I have something for you in this valley. Because I had sought out other nursing homes. Mm-hmm. I thought maybe I was just done at Life Care of Newmarket and it was time. So I was just seeking it out. And I have something for you in this valley. And I, I mean, I was making God small and I was making me small because I was like, well, maybe I'll work with the Alzheimer's Association. I mean, I've worked with old people, you know, all yeah. that. But um, literally a year later, the Lord made me sit in my weight and I knew I had heard him. So I did. And I continued to seek him and pray and show up and do well and, and with him and a year later, I got a call from Jamie, and he said, Carrie walked in my office, and I had had the same thought. We have an opening at Kids Harbor. <laughs> what? <laughs> and But I'm telling you, the doors just opened. The doors just opened, and I mean, we had, like, I'll be honest, too. I took a pay cut. I mean, I mm-hmm. knew. I mean, I took a pretty big pay cut, and I share that only because I'm telling you we never missed a dime because I knew yeah. I was walking in God's will. Right. And, I mean, he has just provided over and over and over. And I think, too, um, if you are doing what you're supposed to do and you can find joy in it, you know, and you know that you're walking it out, God will provide all of that. All of those details will work out. And so, yeah, and I started at Kids Harbor in 2005, and here I still sit. Wow, it's been 16 it's been years. Few years. 16 years. And I don't, I don't know what God has in store, but... Yeah, so that's a brief testimony, a little bit of how I got here, and yeah. um, cool. And I had met Carrie, Pastor Carrie. I mean, I was going to church here, but I actually had met Pastor Carrie in the hallways of Life Care Center of Newmarket, 
and we had just acquainted. And he has shared with me since that he had prayed that one day we would work together. And that was cool for me. That is not a brag. That is just cool. I think, again, yeah. on just how God connects you and orders your steps. Yeah. So. Well, you know, uh, before we started recording this morning, we were talking about tapestry, right? Yeah. And yes. God has this way of, it's almost like there's a thread out there, and he brings it in through relationship. And um, it has been beautiful um, to watch you here at Kids Harbor, um, what has happened down that hallway, the lives that have been affected, touched. You know, I think of, right now I'm thinking of someone who started, even Kids Harbor before you were there, that is in the tapestry of this church. Oh, um, yeah. Young kids that come in, and um, they're still around here. And Oh, it's beautiful. I have two, I've had two come back already and want to work for us. And- really? Yeah, I actually have one right now who's working for us that was here in the preschool. And that is a th- that's just a thrill to me. And like you talk about, um, just how, I mean, Heidi started it. Right. And such a different, I mean, and, and God uses Heidi. Heidi has bigger dreams than I can even think of sometimes. I just think she's, she's a visionary. She for is sure. such a visionary. And, you know, just starting this and how we started in the, you know, how this started from, oh, what do we need in our community as we plant this church here, as we move this church here? And it started as after school, and now, you know, we get calls all the time or text or whatever. Are you going to start a school? Are you going to do this? I'm like, whoa, I don't know what God's calling us to, but he has grown this. And I think if I were able to share anything, it is to his glory. Amen. I mean, just stepping into, I remember when you say things that have happened in the hallway, and it's stepping into what he wants. I remember him so clearly saying to me, you need to start middle school after school. And I thought, I am putting my head under a chair. Do not. I am not signing up for that. Please, Lord. And I remember, I can't quote the scripture exactly, but basically, if you trust in me, I will show you the way. I will give you mm-hmm. what you need. And it has been. And the kids that have been in that room, my own children. I mean, it's just beautiful. Eli yesterday was like, whoa, I get to stay to 530. I mean, that kid's been in this hallway for since he was in, he loves it. He loves it. And there's friendships that develop. And it's not just about showing up and dropping your kid off and babysitting. Mm -hmm. It is about relationship. And, you know, my daughter's best friend, they don't even go to the same school anymore, but her best friends were met in this hallway in Mm -hmm. toddler rooms. Wow. It's just, I mean, God uses it for a greater, bigger purpose. And I think for me too, I always say, Parents have to work. A lot of parents have to work or they're called to work. And it's a beautiful thing if you get to stay home. It's a beautiful thing. I mean, God calls you to something different. I had to work through that as a mama. But I'm telling you, I tell the staff all the time, we are to do this so we can provide the best for those moms. We are partnering with these parents. We are called to do this. And then if we care is our avenue, that care is our avenue. If we change those diapers well, if we're gentle with them, if they see us speaking to each other well, then we get to do the other things. You know, if we keep them safe and do that, then you have that avenue to just pour into them and to be more. And, you know, as simple as we might be the only smile they get a day. Yeah. I remember um, the first year that it started in Wesley Kitchen. Yes. Right. I was a volunteer and our kids came and there was someone that was a part of that daycare or the after school care at that time that is now doing ministry with me. Wow. Like, isn't that cool? Like, yes. And he has such great memories of this place and the things that happened here, things that he got to do. And, you know, that was, there was a few children then. How many kids come now? We have about, um, it's funny, we were talking about that this morning. We have about 135 enrolled now. Okay. So, and that's yeah. from six weeks old to middle school after school. Yeah. You know, and I mean, I just have to give God glory again 
um, with our staffing. I mean, um, with our staff, not only right now, I will say this, and please know that the um, trust, the trusting Jesus for staffing has just been amazing. I praise God over and over and over. Our spots are filled. We have two afternoon spots that we need, and I'm not talking just warm bodies. I'm talking right people, right places, and I am encouraging you, if you are struggling with staffing right now, you get on your face and you tell Jesus. Jesus says, I am your shepherd. The Lord is my shepherd. I lack nothing. Well, I'm going to trust him for that. And he's doing that. He's doing that in the midst of impossibility. I mean, there's hiring signs everywhere in the midst of impossibility. He's doing things that only he can do. Mm -hmm. Um, So true. And that's part of our ministry, too, I think, is just getting to work with this amazing team. I have always had a desire for women's ministry. I love love that. Mm -hmm. And there's been times when I thought it should look different. And the Lord has always reminded me it's in this hallway every single day mm-hmm. and getting to just walk with them and grow with them. Pour mm-hmm. into, you know, it's it's always more than we imagine, right? Yeah. Scripture says that in Ephesians 3.20. God has yeah. things planned for us more than we could think or imagine. And I think sometimes we think thoughts of grandeur with that. Mm-hmm. And it is thoughts of grandeur. But even when you took that job, you had no idea how oh. God would use the hallway, you, the relationships, that it would be, you know, 130-some Kids. kids and that means double the parents, yeah, the grandparents, they're fabulous. Other, yeah, the and impact, the, the opportunity. Yeah, and for me, like when you said when you took that job, oh, it's it's so different than I ever imagined. So different, you but know? you couldn't imagine. I, we talked about that you before. Can't. Heidi might have had the vision for it, yes. but God's taken you and a team of people. You haven't done it on your own. Oh no! I but mean, He's taken a team of people and has grown it to be a place of refuge. Yes. And I will tell you, they pour into me. I mean, it's a beautiful thing. I mean, we often say Kids Harbor is like our own life group down there. I mean, it's just, it really is. It really is. We support each other. We're family. And this morning I was talking about coming to do this and we were actually talking. My son told Grayson this morning, my son said, mom, you need to be funny. (laughs) And people want to bring their kids to a fun place. And I was like, oh my goodness. So I was telling the girls down there and um, Buffy said, well, I'll tell you what, it's never dull. (laughs) And and that's so true. You don't know what a day is going to bring, but that's because you work with people. Yeah. You know, it's never, it's not robotic. It's, It's just beautiful. So, and it doesn't mean that every moment is great. No, but I, I was talking to someone this morning about how you know we come into relationship and we come into community and sometimes it's messy, right? Yeah. But most often, I said, <laughs> I said to Jared actually, I said, but you know what? Here's the beautiful thing: God meets us in the messy middle. Yes, yes, and aren't we glad that the mess that it comes to a point where we can actually walk with folks? And you've done this over the years. It's not been just about the kids, and I'm not. The crier here, but here I am crying. We're supposed to be laughing. Yeah, I said so. But over the years, it has not been just a refuge for the children, but it's been a refuge for parents. It's been a safe place for them to come and find healing and hope. It's been an avenue for people to find the church, to find Christ. And it's a beautiful arm of the church. It's a piece of the body, a place. I don't know. The word that just comes to me today is refuge, but that doesn't it's hard sometimes when we find out what people are actually walking through. Yes. But when we find it out, we can do something. We know who has the answer. And that's, that's the beautiful right. thing about Kids Harbor in your heart is it's always to help them find the answer. That's our prayer. To find that's healing. The that's the prayer. Um, that's the more than. That's the care to the avenue of getting to dive in a little deeper to get that relationship, to gain that trust. And yes, it's beautiful. And 
I will tell you that that's the thing, too, that grows us closer and has deepened my own trust. Mm. But he's never failed. He's never failed. He never fails us. And like you said, oh, there's been plenty that's not been fun. <laughs> but that's just the truth in our journey. It's everybody's journey. So keep showing up and keep doing what you're doing wherever you are, because, but making sure that you remember it's God's job. Right. And that's the thing is we are, we are here to be cheerleaders. We don't drive the vehicles of people's lives. Right. They're the driver of their own life, but our role as believers is to encourage and to pray. Yes. And, and I've learned that. I've had to learn that. Just part of my personality, you know. I don't know if any of you study the Enneagram, but I am. A, oh, yeah. I'm a heavy Enneagram, too, and I want to help everyone, uh-huh. you know. And I think it's beautiful how God uses our personalities to grow, help and serve and meet the needs that he's called us to meet, but also to grow ourselves to know. I mean, Pastor Kerry told me many times, now, you don't have to be Jesus down there, Angela. You have to carry him in. You have to do, but let him do his part. Yeah. And that's really grown me because, you know, I am a fixer. And so a lot of times I'm just like, let's fix this or let's help. I mean, but allowing God and even sometimes allowing the pain and the hurt, you know, is important. So Mm -hmm. it can happen and we can't fix it all, but we can trust together and walk together. Yeah. Yeah. um, yeah. There's many stories, I'm sure, Mm. of reconciliation and of places where God has not only grown you, he's grown the staff, he's grown parents. He uses all of it um, for his glory. And I, I've been able to be a part of some of those stories. It's so and, fun. Well, and that's been part of it, too. It's, it's that partnership. And, you know, one of my greatest desires is to encourage other directors and really encourage. And I really believe, you know, the church, you know, when we provide care in a church, it should be to God's glory and it should be the best care mm-hmm. given. Um, that is really important to me. And not saying other sinners. Please don't get me wrong. It's not no. It's not that. It's just, but I do believe with my whole heart when we are doing it in his name, we should do it the best. Yes. But that's only with his help. And um, I will say that we've had um, great support. And I, if I ever get the opportunity, I've kind of had a vision of telling pastors, make sure you know, make sure there's a pastor that really connects with that director and knows. And, you know, the way it's been set up here is, you know, I'm a church employee, but to keep me involved in both sides it's very important because I've seen, you know, church child care centers where they're just kind of a disconnect. This has to be a ministry of the church. There has to be a connect, and it's so important. And um, I'm thankful that we've been able to do that, even referring folks, you know, to meet with pastors. And pa- our pastors have walked with our staff. Our pastors have walked with our families. And um, that's just a blessing and a benefit to it, and it's good. We're not letting Grayson talk this morning, it seems. I know. Um, I, I, thought, I think he's trying to take a deep breath and, and butt in, but we're not doing that. He didn't realize what he was up against with you and I, right? At Southwest Virginia, we'd say, you can't get a word in edgeways. So, <laughs> <laughs> I do want to say one thing before I get, you know, I'm forgetful, so I don't want to forget this. You mentioned that you like to work with other directors. Can you talk a little bit about what does that look like? Because you've been able to bring a lot of child care directors together mm-hmm. for encouragement. And I have great I, it's prayer. I just want more of it. I want more of it because I think I've even actually interviewed a few lately just to kind of see where they're sitting. And um, I think so often it feels like a silo. You know, it feels oh, yeah. like you're alone. You're dealing, and, and especially through COVID, um, it was hard. It was a hard, hard place to be. And I am so thankful for my board. I am a blessed director. I have an amazing board. Mm. And, you know, um, just the church came alongside and helped us and, that support. But I know that many directors just feel alone. And I think for me, of course, the first and foremost, I want to encourage them in Christ. Even if they're not a religious exempt, or even if they're not in a church, Mm -hmm. you know, that doesn't mean, you know, lots of people are, I mean, in the marketplace, 
serving. And I think there's just such an amazing opportunity to encourage them in Christ and to know that they're doing that um, well. But I think for me is just really drawing together leaders so we can continue to do it better and be the lifter of one another's heads. I mean, that's so important. And um, I'm hoping that I get that opportunity. Um, I've been so blessed. And for me, this has just become a friendship. But I've been able to work with one of the directors um, in Pastor Carey's um, district. Mm -hmm. And she has fast become my friend. And really, it's about encouragement and um, allowing to share your own failures and your own weaknesses and your own things you've learned. And then we're hoping to pull those directors together in that district and just have a day of encouragement. And that's, that's amazing. I feel like there's just more opportunity. I'll share this. I'm going to speak it out loud because this is just something on my heart. I'm really praying about right now. Do we pull area directors together and do a women's, or not women's because there are some men. Sorry, guys. Um, <laughs> do a director's <laughs> prayer time at least once a month. And um, just some things. And I'm feeling, I'm at a place in my life where I'm feeling like, just do it. Just do it. Why not? Why what, not? What is what, there to what lose? What is there to lose? If there's one other person that shows up and we get to pray over these things. I mean, I would not survive this. I would not. I mean, I feel like the most important thing I do is pray. I mean, you'd be insane to show up down there and not trust Jesus with it. I mean, it's not in my ability, you know? And that too, just praying for that team every day and just, yeah, I just want to be able to encourage and, you know, and if that means we help with policies and procedures and all those things, they're important. Yeah. But if we can be the lifter of one another's heads and encourage. Yeah. And I would say that if anyone's listening today and they're in that place of isolation, yeah, in this role or um, any leadership role, yeah, reach out, yeah. Um, please reach out to Angela, and um, I'm sure we'll share your contact information at the end of this. I would love it. I think that's just the call of my heart right now. I think leaders get very isolated, and I've been blessed to have a team around me that will encourage that I can go to an office and cry if I need to, or, right. or pray, we or whatever. That. Yeah, you that. need it. I just really feel a call to be that to other people. Yeah, and you know, I have been in a few conversations recently where there's been some discussion about um, post-pandemic, there's still a fog. Absolutely. And I have this feeling that people are, and I see it, it's not just a feeling, but I have witnessed where people are beginning to come out of the fog and say, hey, I need some help. Yes. And so this is just another avenue, of, you know, where people can say, hey, I need some help. I'm struggling. And it might Um, just be a cup of coffee and someone listening. And encouragement. Well, and I have a director friend locally, and we just call each other, and we just say, and we laugh all the time. We're just like, we are each other's friend to make the other one feel not crazy. (laughs) <laughs> or just being the crazy together. Like, mm-hmm. oh, you're feeling this too. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And the um, enemy would have us feel like we're by ourselves. Oh, absolutely. And God has called us into community so that we can encourage one another, uh, sharpen one another. So, and I think for me too, the other thing is just build your team. I, I want to help. I think that desire is to help others build that culture. Because I think so often in childcare, and I think in other things, I've been in healthcare, and I think in other things, you know, we get lost in the details, but we don't build that foundation that we desire in that culture. And I've just been so beautifully blessed with my leadership team and being able to really put right people in right places. But I think we're so bogged down with the details and just being able to have someone. And I mean, I call other people. I mean, I call and say, hey, how are you doing this? What are you doing? And I think that's an encouragement of reach out and say, I need help. Don't be afraid to do that. And it doesn't matter what you're doing right now. It's not just child care. Oh, this is not just child care. This, this is, is leadership. This is because we are coming out of a place where we work in isolation a lot. Yes. And um, yeah, I, I just and, yeah. encourage folks to reach out to someone. Um, I agree. And say, hey. And even if it feels small or big, all of it matters. 
Absolutely. All of it matters. God cares step. about the small or the big, but just do it. And um, yes, absolutely. Absolutely. And I think that community, building that own community. Kids Harbor community has been the sweetest thing through COVID. It is our parents, our team, how God's provided, just that connection. We found new ways to connect. I am so technologically challenged. It's crazy. <laughs> but he's pushed me, and we found ways to stay connected. And, mm-hmm. um, I mean, people that have never turned on a computer, have. I mean, we have found ways, but that community. and like, I just have to give a shout-out to the Kids Harbor team. Mm-hmm. I mean, Absolutely. They've been phenomenal, and we have supported one another. But you know what? The work was done ahead of time. And we could, each one of them, bring relationship, and they stayed connected, and that's important. And building that in your own community is so important. And as you were talking, we were talking about how Kids Harbor started and all that. I remember back when I was probably 8th, ninth grade, some of us would help a few days in the summertime with an after-school program. Mm-hmm. And they would give us money toward our mission trips and stuff. Right, and, right. And uh, that was before it was officially a nonprofit. It was still under the umbrella of the church. Right. They could um, do things a little different then. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I was uh, thinking, uh, as you were talking about uh, ministering to other preschool directors, and you said that you had gained a friendship with somebody on Dad's district, and uh you said that Eli said we had to be funny. Oh, dear. And so I was thinking yes. you were supposed to go, I believe, speak to some uh, other teachers, like other teachers yeah. and leaders. And uh, that didn't happen because God had other plans and he had a new member in y'all's family. Oh, yeah. yes, you're yeah. right. You're right. I was supposed to go. <laughs> yes, God's <laughs> sense of humor is really fabulous. I was supposed to go to Pastor Carey's district in 2020. And we had that planned, and it was supposed to possibly be in April, I believe was right, and COVID hit. But the other piece of that was in December, I found out that I was 15 weeks pregnant. And um, so there you go, Eli. There's your funny story. Um, um, I'm old. No. Um, We have a, at that time, we had a 14 and a 11-year-old, and... Found out we were expecting at age 43. And so, um, yes, God's humor. And I remember calling Pastor Kerry and saying, um, Pastor Kerry, COVID's hit, but I also have some other news. And he's like, oh, Angela, you know, he was so sweet. But he said, we might should postpone. But it is so true, too. Like, And I could talk about that story and that part of our story for a very long time, the joy she's brought to our family through COVID and just all of it and how God does take turns sometimes you can't imagine. But... The other thing about that is, is I've grown and gained a beautiful friendship that I can partner with in his district. And just how God, again, Pastor Margaret talks about tapestry all the time, and it's just so true. And the other day I was, um, I saw a quote, and it was talking about, one day you'll look back and see why God made you wait, Mm. and you'll understand it. And I've seen his provenient grace over and over and over in his protection, and I don't always love it. You know, I want to do the thing. I mean, I'm like... But why wait? Why wait? Come on. I mean, and I think God's saying to me, sometimes it's do it. Sometimes Mm -hmm. it is do it. What are you waiting for? And sometimes it's "Mm, not yet. Yeah. And for us, I mean, and I will tell you, having a baby will give you a lot of not yet, but there's also lots of joys in. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He still does miracles, people. So don't doubt that. And we don't have to question them, right? Like, yes, you knew that it was of God. Like, Oh, no doubt. I mean, only he could do that. I mean, only we, God creates. Yes. And just to see him use us to bring that creation at 43. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and 44 when I had her. And you know what? I have to say this. Easiest pregnancy I ever had. Wow. And I was, 
I'd tease that I was old if you're older than that, but her child rearing and bearing that felt a little old. But yeah, and when we tease that I'm gonna have my AARP card when she starts kindergarten, you know, it <laughs> that's, a that's so true. I'm gonna be 50 when she starts kindergarten or first grade, so you know, we just have to laugh and know, you know what, only God that's been my hashtag for her is only God. Well, you know, that that was me, that I was the surprise that my mom was oh. 40. Really? Yeah. No, I don't think I knew that story. Yeah. And they were not, medically, it shouldn't have ever happened. Oh, yes, I agree. Yes, um, I know how that is. Because my mom had had some surgery and things, and they said that that was really... But God had a plan for your yeah, life. Yeah, I said, I was a surprise, and I'm still a surprise. Still surprising them. <laughs> <laughs> but God has great purpose. I, I, he does. I love that. Um, oh, he does. Uh, he wasn't surprised. It's all in his plan. And, and you know, that very thing helps me so often. I read one day... And in leading and in just raising kids is God is not in heaven wringing his hands. And that may seem very, I don't even know, trite to someone. But for me, that is a visual that helps me. Like, okay, whoa, he is not worried about this. No. He knows. Yes, this shocks me. This breaks my heart. This does the thing. But he is not, he's not worried. He's not caught off guard. And he is not surprised. He's gone before. But I mean, that visual of, I mean, yeah, sometimes I tap my foot or wring my hands, but he does not. No, he doesn't. And, you know, I'm so amazed that for such a time as this, he placed the three of us and those listening today on earth during a pandemic like he trusted us with that. Yes. Oh, well, these will be great people to be there. I'm like, what, Lord, you did? But (laughs) you know what? It's all about going back and trusting him. I mean... Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, I've got to tell you a story. Just when you said that, surprise, I remember. Surprise. Yeah, I remember meeting with you in the lobby. I mean, like one of our impromptu mm-hmm. talks in the lobby one day, and I was stressed. I was, I mean, leadership comes with stress, like you think. Mm-hmm. And you said, Angela, what is? Just name it. What is your biggest fear right now? I don't even know if you remember this. And I told you, which I won't share here. Right. And I told you, and I am telling you, it is the most beautiful thing ever. In it. God protected us. God, you said, what could happen, Angela, that he can't handle? (laughs) And that has helped me through the years. I mean, I'll be honest. I have carried that truth. And God has helped me just really see in that situation. I mean, the fact that I was fearing it and he had it all worked out Mm. in a better way than I could imagine. Mm. So it was was just phenomenal. Yeah. We don't realize our words in a moment. No, and the weight they carry, good or bad. I know. Right. Exactly. Angela, thank you for joining us today. And uh, we didn't mention this at the beginning, but Angela is the director of Kids Harbor uh, Preschool and After School. Just any contact information, we've shared a lot of information, but if people had kids that they wanted to get in Kids Harbor, mm-hmm. or maybe there's another director listening today that needs some advice or some encouragement or some sure, prayer. Sure. Um, well, we do have a waiting list, but I always tell folks you'll never get in if you don't get on the waiting list. Yeah. Don't doubt that. I've watched God move in ways when you think, oh, there's 27 people in front of me. But I've watched him do things that he knows. He knows. Oh, absolutely. So trust him with that child care wherever you are. Um, he has a plan and will provide every need. So um, you can go to the Kids Harbor website at kidsharbor.org and reach out. Or my email is a-k-o-h-l, a-cole at kidsharbor.org. Or you can call Kids Harbor at 434-1901. So you can reach out that way. 
And you guys are located here at 1871 Boyers Road. What if somebody's listening and goes, I want to work there. That sounds like somewhere I would like to work. Oh, I would love it. Yeah. You can go on the website. There's an application there. Awesome. Or you can also call us. And um, Buffy Stainback takes care of that, and then we'll be in touch. So, yeah, absolutely. And right now we actually are looking for some evening staff for the upcoming fall. We love to work with college students. And the other thing I would encourage, if this is somewhere you think, I would love to be a part of that and be working here, get your application on. And we're always taking subs. That's a beautiful way to come mm-hmm. and train and grow. And if find another out if it's posi- a good fit. For- fi- that's exactly it. And yeah. find out if it's a good fit. And then if so, if an opportunity opens up, God has done that over and over. So, yeah, please be in touch just to ask questions. And if people are listening, how can they pray for Kids Harbor, for you and for the staff and for the kids and the families that are a part of Kids Harbor? That's awesome. Um, I think just continuing to pray that God will provide what we need to run the ministry He's called us to, and He does that. Thank Him for His faithfulness. I want to make sure we don't miss that. And then just to pray for our families and staff as, you know, they just continue. Pray for their hearts. Pray for their help. Pray for, you know, just each one. I'm just to meet the needs of the staff. And most importantly, that each person there would see Christ Mm. and that they would open their hearts to Christ wherever they are. Angela, I'm just going to pray. That's awesome. Thank you, Grayson. Lord, I uh, pray for Angela and I pray for her family, Lord, and uh, for the Kids Harbor staff and the kids that are a part of Kids Harbor and the families, the parents. Pray for them, Lord, and I pray that you continue to use that ministry to reach out to those that might not know you, Lord. And uh, bless Angela as she ministers, not just to the kids and to the workers of Kids Harbor, but to other um, directors of uh, preschools and after schools, Lord, and uh, continue to use her in that way and guide and direct her in that. We just thank you uh, for all that you've done and for this conversation today. And I ask all this in your name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, guys. Thank you for joining us, Angela. Thank you for listening to today's broadcast of Hope Talks. We pray that as you've listened to Angela Cole, the director of Kids Harbor Preschool and After School Program, that it's been a half hour of hope for your life. May God bless. Thanks for listening to today's podcast of Hope Talks. If you enjoyed the podcast, please subscribe for updates and the latest episodes. Also, if you're in the Harrisburg, Rockingham County area, we invite you to listen on the radio each Sunday at noon on 1470 AM or 102.1 FM WBTX.